today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Want to bring in our good friend Rick Zamperin, sports director of 900 CHML, and he does a bunch of other things, like a long list of other things, who he's just had the appetizer, Switzerland and Spain in the Euro Cup, but now we can talk to Rick for about the next five minutes, and then no one had better call his house because it, it's serious. It, it's serious time now, isn't it, Rick? The phone would just keep on ringing and ringing and ringing, and I will not answer it. Yes, this is true. What a game between Spain and Switzerland. The Swiss uh, dream run, if you will, at Euro 20 has come to an end. And yes, Italy and Belgium in the other quarterfinal is on tap in a few minutes and can't wait to, can't wait to see how it happens. You're cheering for Belgium, right? Um, (laughs) anyone who's seen rick zamperin's office it's a shrine to italian soccer so uh rick just before i get to the thing i really want to talk to you about i I got one other question we've talked all week and for weeks now about covid uh stanley cup final game tonight in montreal the quebec health authorities say no we cannot we will not allow more than 3500 people into the arena because that would be unsafe however the 50,000 of you who want to stand butt to chest outside in a packed mosh pit, knock yourself out. That's totally fine. Can you help me understand this at all? I'm not quite sure I get it. Yeah, this one seems kind of backwards to me. And I, I understand that, you know, the Bell Center is an indoor facility and there's not, not going to be, you know, they were, they were pining for 10,500 people, which is, you know, just a half the capacity of the Bell Center. Um, how that is unsafe with people wearing masks or people fully or even one dose vaccinated. You know, I'm all for being safe, but I'm also, you know, all for being prudent as well and, you know, allowing fans who are vaccinated and masked and distanced to enjoy what is, you know, for the first time in 28 years, a Stanley Cup final in Montreal. So I, I don't get it. I understand the viewing parties outdoor. That's great. But I think they should have at least had half capacity at the Bell Center. Well, if the Quebec health authorities say it's unsafe to be more than those 3,500 people, I fully expect the Quebec health authority is going to send out their investigators today and ticket everybody standing outside for not following distancing regulations. Yeah, it's, it just does not make any sense because they're going to be shoulder to shoulder and uh, and they're going to be celebrating if they have to score a goal or win the game and it's going to be bedlam. So, uh, yeah, Spittle will that. be flying, yes. Yeah. Um. What we don't know as well about fans is whether how many or what or what the situation is going to be with fans when the Hamilton Tigers start playing again. And that's where why I really wanted to bring you on because yesterday and today, American Ticat players are moving into Hamilton to begin their quarantine so that football can get going. And I got to tell you, Rick, it actually starts to almost feel like this may happen. Yeah, this is exciting. And, you know, especially with the federal government and the Public Health Agency of Canada saying, uh, listen, American players, because there's a lot of them that are going to be coming into the country, not just into Hamilton, uh, you know, quarantine at home for seven days, make the trip to Canada, do another seven day uh, quarantine or, or isolation, and then you're good to go. You don't have to come here and then quarantine or isolate for 14 days, which expedites training camps and they can begin, you know, on time as scheduled as everyone had hoped on July the 10th. And, you know, attendance-wise, we haven't been given a figure or an indication of, you know, a percentage on how many people will be allowed at Tim Hortons Field or even BMO Field or, you know, the Ottawa Red uh, Red Blacks uh, home stadium. Uh, I heard the other day that BC Place and Bonnie Henry, their medical officer of health in in British Columbia, is allowing 
uh, upwards of um, 35 to 50% capacity uh, for BC Play Stadium, um, you know, over the first couple of games. So that's an exciting, uh, you know, development for the Ticats. If it starts at, you know, 10 or 12,000 for the Labor Day Classic, so be it. I think they could probably stuff in a few more because they are outside. Um, we'll see. Time will tell. We, we have some time on our side, that's for sure. We're going to get, get into all the expectations and the like the deep dive into the team. That'll come later on. But it strikes me, Rick, that with everything happening with Grey Cup and with some of the disappointments, the past, this is a this is a pretty darn important year for this franchise. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know, here's a team that hasn't won the Grey Cup, you know, in a long, long time. You know, it's been you know, 22. a couple of decades now. Yeah, um, they haven't hosted the Grey Cup since, you know, 96. Um, which again is a long, long time. Uh, they, they've made great cup finals, but have not won it, including the last time that the CFL played a game in 2019. They ha- their window of opportunity is open, but as we know in pro sports, in any league, it can close in a hurry. So, man, if they don't get it done with a 33 year old Brandon Banks, uh, and, you know, a quarterback situation that they can go either way with, Masoli or Evans, and, who knows how the defense pans out because not everyone is back. Uh, you know, that, that window is going to close fairly soon, whether it's you know, after this year or after next year. But for a franchise that hasn't won, the only team that hadn't won a Grey Cup in the 2000s so far, they got to win one. And to host the game for the first time since 96, uh, you know, this is their opportunity and they got to seize it. Well, and again, we'll get into more detail later. But yeah, I mean, you're hosting the game. You have almost all your roster back that was a pretty darn good roster. You clearly are the favorites in the East. I don't think anybody thinks anyone other than Hamilton is going to win the East, which should take you into the Grey Cup game in your home park. Uh, I just, man, I I look at this and I think, I don't know how, at the very least, I don't know how you're not playing in the Grey Cup. And with what we saw, how many years ago was it when Hamilton played Saskatchewan in Regina for that Grey yeah. Cup when it was freezing? But we saw what that home crowd impact for the Riders was. I, boy, this just, it seems like this has got to be your year. Yeah, that was 2013 that you were referring to. And I remember that was actually the last game that I had broadcast this play by play announcer with the Tiger Cats. And it was just a cavalcade of, you know, emotion from the Rough Riders fans because. More often than not, the host team usually wins the game. It doesn't always happen, but if you're hosting and you're in the final, that, that hometown advantage is just extraordinary. And to do so in the Grey Cup in Hamilton for the first time in more than 20 years, I mean, this, this has got to be the year. I, you know, fingers crossed, everyone stays healthy, things go their way, they get you know, a couple of bounces here and there, uh, but this has got to be their year. We only have a minute or so left here, but we, we, we talked earlier in the show, we did a caller segment uh, asking people, you know, if, if the government was to throw open the doors right now and say no masks, no distancing, we're back to normal. We're confident that you can go back to normal. And we asked people, would you? Would you be comfortable with that or would you still be very cautious? Let me extend that to you. If the government said, you know, Tim Horton's field can be full. If they can sell it out, that's fine. Do you think that it would be? Do you think that there are enough people who are now confident in what's gone on and interested enough in going to a game that if it was allowed that this could be a sellout almost every game this year? Uh, yeah, I think if it's yeah, if it's if uh, every game of the Ticat season isn't sold out, if they're allowed to have you know all the fans, that's what I mean. It, it probably would be. I mean, the, the pent up demand is there. It's been you know a year, more than a year without football. Uh, you know, the Ticats are hosting the Grey Cup. 
Uh, you see stadiums and arenas in the U.S. that are packed, and we don't see or hear about super spreader events. They're just not happening. So I think the confidence level from a public perspective and a public health perspective is extremely high. So I think the fans would flood back. Not to say that some wouldn't wear masks or maybe take some extra precautions, but I think there would be a full house. It, it's it's getting close. The, as I say, players now coming back into the city, and uh, football is seven days, ten days, something like that, about to begin for training camp. We are, we are getting there. And you can, I, I don't want to forget this, uh, football is back. That means you will hear Rick's voice an awful lot because he will be doing the fifth. You're still doing the fifth quarter, right? Still doing the fifth quarter. Yeah, okay. can't wait. Uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I thought I probably shouldn't pitch this if I haven't <laughs> heard the official <laughs> word. But yes, fifth quarter on 900 CHML after every single tie cat game. Some sober, some callers less so, but all interesting. And Rick is always at the helm of that one. And uh, yes, every game this year. Glad you're doing it again. Yeah, you know, fans are always great. I will say this. Oski Wiwi and Forza Zuri. We will release you to begin watching your team play, and uh, good luck to them. Uh, thanks, Rick. Thanks for doing this. You got it, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.